What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Zora. Hi, Mr. Eric. My name is Zora, and my what-if question is, what if when bears talk, their mouth came off and they grew a new one? Bye! Ah, Zora, you truly are an original. Thank you. Now we're adding on one more question from a listener named Elise. My name is Elise, and my what-if question is... If a girl and a bear were twin sisters. Thank you, Elise. And thank you, Jasper from San Francisco. Oh, hey, Fred. Jasper likes puppies, riding his bike in movies. He's got a big brother named Arthur and a baby sis named Aurelia. I've also got a shout out for Matilda, age three, who listens with her big sister Beatrice. Excellent. Then there's Bradley Kay from Melbourne, Australia. And finally, Marin. She is eight years old. Well, thank you, Marin, Bradley Kay, Beatrice, Matilda, Aurelia, Arthur, and Jasper. Now let's find out. What if a girl and a bear were twin sisters? And what if when bears talked, their mouths came off and they grew a new one? But first, we're going to take a quick break. Zora and Elise were sisters. And not just any sisters, but twins. Zora was the big sister, as she came out a minute before Elise. And Mama Bear was so excited to see she'd given birth to a healthy baby cub. But then Elise somehow came out as a healthy baby human. Uh, I should have never chewed on that magical wand. With that pug puppy who had the very long tongue. (laughs) Said Mama Bear. But moments later, she was so overwhelmed by her love for her two daughters, be they bears or be they humans. So Zora and Elise grew up as twin sisters and best friends. But things started getting a little complicated when they began school at the observatorium. Zora was the biggest kid in class, and the strongest, if not the loudest. She didn't always enjoy the attention she got, and didn't like how all the people and the woodland creatures were always asking her for bear hugs, and to bite this or scratch that, or bend this or lift that. So Zora tended to keep to herself. Not so for Alyssa. She was neither big and fierce, nor small and sneaky, like some of the animals in school, but she paid very close attention to everyone around her. She learned how to make her friends smile, and sometimes laugh, and she found that it made her feel safe and happy to make her friends feel safe and happy, so she just kept doing it. And with every year of school that went by, Zora and Elise talked just a little bit less and worried about what their friends thought just a little bit more. Then, something big changed. The school year started, but they weren't allowed to go back to the observatorium. Instead, they had to stay at home. 
Elise was devastated. She just knew she was going to miss her friends. But Zora, she didn't mind as much. Zora felt like her friendship with Elise had changed since school started, and she was kind of looking forward to having her sister back. The first day of school came around before they knew it, and they were on a crystal ball call with none other than Abacus P. Grumbler, plus a bunch of other students. <coughs> can, can everyone hear me? If you can't hear me, just say so. Unless I can't hear you, then just point to your ears. Unless I can't see you. All right, we'll circle back to that. Um, first off, there was already a cacophony of noises coming from the other kids in school. All right, uh, Zach and Zizi, can you tell your parents to change the batteries in their smoke detector? Yes, Abacus. Yes, Abacus. Scully the Squid, please stop putting your suction cups on the crystal ball. We can all hear it. Whatever you say, buddy. Buddy? All right, children, children. First things first. I will tolerate no teasing of others over magical difficulties. You've all been issued the absolute best equipment our public school budget can afford. <clears throat> so I don't foresee any difficult. Hello? Oh, boy. I can't foresee anyone right now. What did I, I... I tried to swipe right, but I swiped up instead, I think. Okay, can anyone see or hear me? <laughs> okay, if you're signaling to me that you can see or hear me, I, I can neither see nor hear you, so... Maybe send an owl? And moments later, who should fly through Abacus's window? But Husilla the owl. Rang. Oh, hello, Husilla. Um... What are you doing here? Who asked for an owl? Well, yes, of course I did. An omniscient, wizardly law tech? To fix my crystal ball? I thought that was obvious. Oh, brother. Okay, okay, class. I want you to know that your teachers care deeply about making this work for all of you. And it might not be easy, but we're going to stick with it. Isn't that right, Husilla? Oh, I don't know the first thing about crystal balls. Uh, I thought I did, but clearly I don't. You know what, children? It's just about time for a quick break anyway. So, uh, talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Um, discuss the difference between conjuration and enchantment. Mmm, a juicy one. <laughs> I'm jealous of you. But the children were already laughing and playing with their crystal balls and each other, leaving Abacus and Husilla to figure out their magical difficulties. Oh, it would take some kind of ancient magical genius to work this thing. Look, I created an avatar, said Elise, making a perfect copy of herself appear within the crystal ball. Cool said her friend Zizi doing the same. Oh, I wanna try that, said Scully the Squid. Yeah, sure I can do that, I think, rasped Zora in her deep bear voice. And all the other avatars started running up to her for a big bear hug. Oh, we missed you, Zora. I'll take a virtual hug if it's all I can get. No, no hugs, please. I'm all hugged out, said Zora. Annalise stepped in front of her big sister to shield her. Yeah, if you want to hug anyone, hug me. Annalise somehow turned her crystal ball avatar into a bear and started giving out bear hugs left and right. 
Oh, thanks, Elise. I needed that. I'll give you a really good squeeze. Can you eat this virtual salmon I conjured? <laughs> of course. This school day was not going the way Zora pictured. I thought we were going to, um, discuss the difference between enchantment and conjuration, right? Oh, we've got all school year to learn that stuff, said Scully the Squid. Yeah, Zora, added Zizi. We might be learning in front of these crystal balls for a while. So we should learn how to have some fun, too. Are you saying I'm no fun? Asked Zora, her eyes going wide. Now, no one's saying that, said Elise. We're just all trying to figure this out, right, sis? Mm, we figured it out, class. Abacus's voice echoed through the crystal ball. It seems we got a bargain on these crystals because they were cursed. It'll just take a little while to dispel them. So in the meantime, just make sure you don't break yours. But Zora wasn't listening. She was sitting in her woodland home looking over at her sister, Elise, making everyone laugh again. I know how to be funny too, said Zora, as Elise's crystal ball avatar <laughs> ate a huge stinky salmon <sighs> and burped out a noxious cloud that all the other kids rolled around in laughing hysterically. Oh, you think eating things is so funny? <laughs> well, I'm gonna eat all of you inside the crystal ball. Is <laughs> that then? And all their magical avatars looked up from inside the crystal ball to see a big set of bear jaws <laughs> clamp down over them and boom, swallow them whole. Back in their hollowed out tree home, Elise shot Zora a worried look. Zora, you shouldn't eat the crystal ball. What about the curse? Bah, I'm already cursed. And when Zora spoke those words, suddenly her big bear jaws popped out of her snout and floated around the house, repeating what she just said. I'm already cursed. I'm already cursed. I'm already oh, cursed. Oh, Zora, are you okay? Thankfully, when Elise looked at her twin sister, she saw that Zora had a whole new jaw where the old one had been. No, I'm not okay, Zora moaned and tried to cover her mouth as it popped right off again and floated right out of the stump, repeating what she just said. No, I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. <laughs> Zora, we've got to get you to Abacus right away, said Elise standing up quickly and putting on her backpack. Just play with your friends and leave me alone, cried Zora, rushing out into the woods. But another copy of her mouth lingered behind, saying again, Just play with your friends and leave me alone. Just play with your friends and leave Elise me alone. Elise ran after her sister, but she had the legs of a human child, not those of a full-grown bear. Zora, you know you're my best friend, right? Zora, oh, where are you? Elise had never ventured this far without her sister, and suddenly the woods seemed bigger and darker and more frightening than she remembered. But Elise was the child of Mama Bear and the sister of Mighty Zora, and although she was afraid, she wasn't going to let a little thing like a curse keep her from her sister. I'm too big. 
everywhere Elise looked, there was a bear mouth talking. There on a stone. I'm too furry. There on a tree. No good at hugs. There like a bear trap on the ground. Purely unfriendable. And another just floating in the air. Unfriendable. Saying all kinds of negative things about Zora that Elise didn't believe for a second. Zora, if you're out there, you gotta stop saying these things about yourself. They're just not true. It's the curse that's talking. It's me that's talking. Zora, me I'm scared talking. and I need me. my sister right now. You don't need me. A bear mouth no. shot out from a shadow. These copies of Zora's mouth seemed to be circling around Elise, snapping their jaws as they spoke. You can go be the bear now. You can be your little crystal ball. Your little crystal Zora, I turned into a bear because I wanted to be like you. I've always wanted to. People see you and they, and they just want to be your friend. They look right past me. So I smile and I watch and I wait for my chance to get just a little bit of the attention that you get just by walking into the room. Zora's snout suddenly stuck out from within a darkened cave. You wanna be a bear? But we're so furry. What well, I wouldn't give for that thick hair. And we're so big. I wish I could be just a little bigger. And we're so grumpy. Speaking your mind doesn't make you grumpy. Sometimes I wish I could be like that. But instead I try to say what I think people wanna hear. Zora stepped fully out of the cave. And all the bear mouths swirling around the forest were quiet for a moment. And sometimes we bears are just, um, we're just sad. So am I sometimes. But hearing all these voices echoing back at you, saying all the worst things you ever thought about yourself, it's enough to break anyone down, Zora. I just feel like I'm losing my sister. Losing me? Well, that's silly. All the bear mouths that had seemed calm a moment ago suddenly snarled and snapped. It's not silly to me. <laughs> the bear jaws started snapping wildly. They weren't just biting at Elise or Zora. They were trying to chew up everything in sight. <sighs> Get away from my sister, snarled Zora. Smacking away one jaw after the next, Elise, for her part, picked up a heavy branch and got back to back with her big bear of a sister, deflecting one bite after the next. <laughs> Zora, I'm sorry I said you were silly. It's just silly to me that you don't see how great you are. You really think I'm great? Zora Bear knocked aside one snapping jaw after the next with a single massive bear paw. You're strong and you're fierce and you're beautiful, Elise said to her sister. And you will always be my best friend. <laughs> That's such a relief to you. <laughs> and Zora suddenly coughed up the cursed crystal ball. It was mostly intact, except for a little crack and a lot of bear slime. And as she spat out the crystal ball, all those negative voices coming out of big toothy bear jaws got sucked back into the crystal ball. And then Abacus's face popped up 
floating in the magical ether of the crystal. And we're back, class. I hope you all enjoyed your little <clears throat> extended recess. I know this is difficult and far from perfect, but I also know that we can all have a wonderful day together. So let's get started. <clears throat> is that the school bell, Husilla? Oh, know it. Uh, class dismissed. <laughs> oh, Husilla. This is not going to be easy. The uh, crystal ball still on. No, 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 no. The end. Elise and Zora, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, you may have noticed lately that we finally got some sponsorship on this show. It's a huge win for me and my family, and is helping me to keep going. But if you'd like to hear ad-free episodes, please check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. You'll also get the stories out a day early, and have a better chance of getting your question answered. Oh, and if you haven't already, you can help us out big time by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, all the teachers and homeschooling parents and educators, and all you kids at home who know that sometimes we all need a little help hearing the positive voices over those nagging negative ones. Until we meet again, keep wondering.